Chapter 6 of Things Worth Doing and How to Do Them. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information, or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Things Worth Doing and How to Do Them by Lena Beard and Adelia B. Beard. Chapter 6 Dance of Titania, Queen of the Fairies. Titania is a graceful little fairy. Dancing as though she had learned the art from the bending of the grass in a summer breeze, the swaying of the trees, or the flitting of butterflies from flower to flower. Light, airy, with gossamer wings and filmy dress, looking as though she needed nothing more substantial than silvery moonbeams to dance upon, the little queen leaves her home in the deep, wild woods and comes to do your bidding. Have Titania's stage ready that she may not be kept waiting, for queens and fairies will brook no delay. Figure 62. Find a wooden box 18 and a half inches long by 13 inches wide or larger. Figure 63. With a heavy hammer or a hatchet, pry up and knock off the top and one of the long sides. Figure 64. The open side forms the front of the roofless stage. The coloring of the stage should be a light sage green. If possible, procure this color in cartridge wallpaper wider than the stage. With a string, measure the distance across the back wall of stage from top to bottom, A to B, figure 64. Continue the measurement in the same straight line across the floor of the stage from back B to front C. After allowing five extra inches for turning the paper over the top edge of the back wall A, and front edge of floor C, cut the length according to measurement. To make a strip of green paper the required width, measure the exact distance across the inside back wall from side wall D to side wall E. Then fold the paper evenly along each lengthwise edge, making it the width needed. Unfold and adjust the paper against the back wall over its top edge and over the floor of the stage. Cut short slits on each side of the paper where the floor and wall meet, that the extra width may lie flat up against the side walls. Bend the top edge of the paper over the top of the back wall, again slashing a little on each side to make it fit top edge of the wall. In the same way, bend the paper over the front edge of the floor. See that the paper lies perfectly smooth, then fasten it in place with small tacks using three tacks on the outside at the back, one at each corner and one in the middle, two tacks where the floor and wall meet, and three underneath front of floor. Measure the side walls, cut paper to fit and fasten the paper on the walls with as few tacks as possible. When the inside papering is finished, cover the outside of the stage with pretty creton. Make four inside wings, two for each side of the stage to represent the foliage of trees. Cut two, like figure 65, from paper of a darker green than the walls of the stage and reverse one of them that they may face each other. Then make two wings, like figure 66, from paper of a lighter green than the walls and reverse one of these also. The walls of the stage with the two sets of wings will make three different tones of green forming the background. Cut the wings long enough to extend up as high or higher than the side walls of the stage. 
Bend each strip lengthwise at the dotted line and paste the bent margin of one wing from figure 65 on each side wall, running the wing up from the floor to the top of the wall about four inches from the back wall. In the same manner, fasten the wings, figure 66, on each side wall three inches in front of the first or back wing, figure 67. Cut the arch, figure 68, of stiff pasteboard. The cover of a pasteboard box will do. Make the arch long enough to span the space across the front of the stage and let the lower edge of the curve in the center of the arch be five and a half inches higher than its two ends. See dotted line, figure 68. Cover both sides of the arch with green paper, gluing it on only along the edges. Tack the ends of the arch to the top of the two side walls, figure 69. Cut two pieces of pasteboard, like figure 70, making each six inches wide and almost as high from floor of the stage as is the top of the center of the arch. Paper these also with green, both front and back. Tack one piece of the pasteboard on the front edge of each side wall of the stage, allowing it to extend out from and beyond the side wall, figure 71. Bore a hole with a gimlet through the center of the back wall of the stage, five inches up from the inside floor, and your stage will be finished. Make Titania, figure 72, of lightweight cardboard. When finished, she should be 10 inches in height from her toes to the top of her head. Figure 73 is the diagram of the body and arms, measuring 3 and 5 eighths inches from the top of head to lower edge of body. Cut the two upper portions of the legs, length 2 and 1 half inches, greatest width 1 inch, from figure 74 and the two lower portions, length 3 and 3 eighths inches, from figure 75. Join the two parts of each leg together, according to the dots, with a strong thread and needle, and fasten with a knot on front and back, so that the two pieces will be strung upon the same thread and sandwiched between two knots of the thread. Attach the legs to the body in the same manner. The small circles, A, A, on the doll's body, figure 73, give the exact spots where the thread should pass through, and the curved line above each letter shows where the upper edge of the top part of the leg should reach. Dot B marks the point on the upper part of the leg, figure 74, where the thread goes through, joining the leg to the body. Have all the joints of the doll securely fastened and only loose enough to move easily. Find a pretty head in some old paper or advertisement, cut it out, and gum it on the pasteboard head. Remember, though, that the printed head must not be of a very heavy paper, as the upper part of the doll should be lighter in weight than the lower, otherwise the figure will not balance. If you cannot find a head in colors, you must paint the printed black and white one. Give the face, neck, and arms a flat wash of light pink watercolor paint. Color the lips and cheeks red, the eyes blue, and the hair brown. Make the long stockings a darker pink than the light flesh tones, and paste slippers of gilt paper on the feet. Puncture a hole with a coarse needle through the center of the belt line. See figure 76. For Titania's costume, Make a skirt of plain white tissue paper. 
cut it 16 inches wide and three and a half inches long. After creasing the skirt by gathering up the fullness with your fingers and drawing the skirt lengthwise from top to bottom through your partially closed hand. Gather the top of the skirt with thread and needle and fasten it on the doll. Then slit up each side from the lower edge to allow of the free motion of the doll's limbs. Make the dress of pink chiffon. Cut the dress skirt three and three-fourths inches long and one yard wide. Press it in knife blade plates, running up and down, then gather and tie it on the doll over the white tissue paper skirt. Do not attempt to hem any portion of the clothing, as the object is to keep it all light and airy. Fashion the waist of a smooth strip of pink chiffon, tied with narrow pink ribbons at the shoulders, and brought down to the belt line into a point back and front and sewed in place. Form a silver girdle of the tinsel rouging used on Christmas trees. Place the tinsel around the queen's waist, allowing the two free ends to hang down over the front of the dress. Glue a little of the same tinsel around the front of her dark hair, where it will shine like a crown of diamonds. Make Titania daintily hold up and out each side of her dress. Do this by stretching out the sides of the dress skirt and gumming the material to each wrist. Cut a scarf of pink chiffon four inches wide and 16 inches long. Fasten one end in each hand of the fairy queen and let the scarf fall in a graceful loop. Queen Titania's wings must be of the pink chiffon cut shawl shape, two sides straight and one bias, figure 77. Plate the bias edge, figure 78, and gum the wings in place on the queen's shoulders at the back. Take a needle threaded with black thread, two or three yards long. Run the needle through the center of the belt line of the dressed fairy at the point C, figure 76. Then thread it through the gimlet hole at the back of the stage and tie a button on the end of the thread which extends outside of the back wall. Pull the thread on the inside of the stage until the button lies tight up against the outside of the back wall. Allow sufficient length of thread to bring the queen within about three inches of the front edge of the stage. Then make a knot in the thread immediately back of and another in front of the queen to prevent her from slipping either forward or backward. Tie the long loose end of the thread on a small empty spool that it may be wound up and kept from tangling when not in use. Place the stage on a chair facing the light and carrying the thread in your hand, take your station two yards or more away from and in front of the stage. Then practice moving Titania by means of the thread until you can make her glide, pose, and dance in many graceful attitudes. She will lean to the right and to the left, will stand on her toes, then curtsy, making her dress touch the floor. She will move gently and slowly, again faster and faster until her feet seem to fairly twinkle over the stage floor. She will pass back and forth, almost as if floating from side to side of the stage, or stand in the center and dance. Titania is ever fascinating, beautiful, and graceful in all her movements. Ask someone to play on the piano while you make the fairy queen dance, and she will keep time to the music. When you have learned to make Titania dance her prettiest, invite your friends in to see the little fairy. End of chapter 6 Read by Jessica Hayes, 
September 2021.